Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian, where wisdom, knowledge, and experience meet the public. And we're live. This is your host, Julian, on Enlighten Me. We got a special podcast. The first time I'm doing a in-person podcast. Got everything set up. Video is coming soon. But before we get started, if you can just... Ooh, if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, just search Enlighten Me, as well as Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, WordPress, 12 platforms now. I think I'm on, I don't know if anybody still uses Tumblr anymore, but I'm on that as well. Uh, shoot, 78 countries, and we're booming. About 136 plays a week now, where it was like 26, and it was like two before that. So uh, before we get started, we have my good friend, uh, actually my colleague. How you doing? What's going on? So y'all got to work with us again. This is the first time we're doing an in-person podcast. So, uh, and oh, lastly, if you have any questions or you'd like to hop on video podcast coming soon, just uh, go ahead and search or email me at enlightenmejulian at gmail.com and we can go from there. The topic is mental health in the military. So uh, if you can briefly introduce yourself, please. What's going on? My name is uh, DeAndre. I've been in the military for about nine years now and uh, mental health is super 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 important to me all right now and uh what what really gravitated you towards this subject exactly so in my nine years in the military i've have been through a whole bunch of trials and tribulations and um i didn't take mental health seriously until i really until it was too late and now i'm trying to shed my light onto others and let them know that it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. Have you experienced anything like that? Like maybe PTSD, TBI? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, majority of my trauma is stateside. Um, walking in on, on suicides and sexual assaults and stuff like stuff that uh, you're peer to your left, right, due to each other. So you said uh, sexual assault and suicides. How does that, how does that change your perspective or alter your thinking? It's definitely rough. Um, it's definitely rough. Uh, I now always ask my guys to make sure, like ask them to see if they're okay. And I want to uh, make sure that if they're ever going through anything, I don't care if you're a private, I don't care if you're a sergeant major, if you need to talk, I want them to know that you're okay to come talk to me. And I don't care where I am, what I'm doing. If you tell me that you need to talk and you have a mental issues, you can definitely come my way. And has that, has that been effective? Uh, has it been effective at all? Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, I've had hundreds of soldiers come to me, even soldiers that I don't know, um, come ask me advice or just talk to. And, um, I think my name goes out a little bit throughout everywhere I go and be like, Hey, um, I heard that you're a good guy to talk to. I have this, uh, I have this situation. I really need help with it. And, and I'm, that's my goal in life just to make sure everybody's good and happy. Okay. Um, so how, how often, I wouldn't say how often, 
Do you see a huge pattern in the military with uh, suicide rates? Oh, yes. Yes, 100%. Um, one of the ones that touched me the most happened about two years ago. He was my best friend. And um, and uh, at the time, I was married. And long story short, he dated my sister-in-law, ex-sister-in-law now, but um, he dated her, and then we – that ended up failing, and uh, whenever he did it, we weren't on speaking terms. And then whenever I heard that he passed away because of suicide, that it broke me. That that destroyed me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I do know a couple of people who have committed suicide, and it, it was a it changed. It altered my thinking a lot. It made me value a lot of things around me, which I already did, but it just humbled me even more. And um. I know you you deployed before, right? Yeah, uh, a few times. Do you think uh, were people trying to commit suicide while you were deployed, or was it yes. more pertinent when you got back? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Whenever, uh, whenever I was in Iraq for my first time, I uh, uh, this one guy, one of my boys, he went out to uh, a mission, and then. <laughs> Stuff hit the fan, and he came back. He just couldn't deal with it, and he went to his room, and he just shot himself. Yeah. I know uh, for those who didn't know, I used to be a drill. I know a lot of these kids in this era, they can't really handle the stressors of being away from home or their cell phone like that, Instagram. So I know a lot of the kids were uh, pretty down and in dumps and actually thought about committing suicide. So I know it's it's a thing. In today's society, I think I read like last year that uh, during COVID, suicide rates actually went down because people were inside. So they had more access or not more access. They were able to actually reach out to a, uh, a operator and talk to them. So that, that's good. But I, I think the military went up in 2020, 2020 and 2021. So the 22 a day was not a thing. And I think it's higher, if I'm not mistaken. I couldn't find anything, but I think it's higher right now. And I wouldn't be surprised based upon, again, the new culture and new society on what's going on. Do you think uh, the take on like your environment, your uh, battle buddies, your coworkers, your colleagues and your associates has a major part on your uh, mental health? Oh, 100 percent. In both negative, uh, negatively and positively. I, um, for example, one of my homies or a few of my homies um, I want to shout out to Garcia, Julio, uh, Jordan, hey. um, and my boy Blunt. They all, whenever they saw that I was that I was struggling, they definitely, definitely, definitely um, got me to the right help. And now, like asking for help is hard itself. And then, not only that, it's hard. You feel slightly embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Especially like if you're. A little high ranking and you're like man i need help and you're supposed to have the answers you know what i'm saying and uh and whenever you ask for help um especially in like the 82nd you ask for help you're considered weak and you your leadership thinks that you have to be babysit now instead of you have to go out and get help to make you all right and um so that was on a positive end i know there's sometimes where like you have, you have, you think that they're they're your best friends. You know what I'm saying, 
And um, whenever things hit the fan and you really need them, they just go ghost. And that happened whenever I was going through my time too. And they were like, well, it had nothing to do with me. So they kind of just went AWOL. Gosh, damn. Yeah, they kind of just went AWOL and uh, just left me out. And then hope, luckily that I had those four people by my side to make sure that I was good. You know what I'm saying? So you've experienced, based upon what you're saying, you've experienced, uh, you know, the thoughts and things in that nature or possibly went down that route. Yes. Okay. Yes. And did they detect that or you were you told them, you started talking to them and things of that nature? So especially because uh, I hung out with uh, Julio a lot and I hung out with Jordan. So they knew that my drinking picked up a lot. And they sat down and um, like, hey, I noticed you drank. You've been drinking a lot. Are you are you are you good? So they um, they detected it. But then I was like, no man, I'm good. You know, I'm just having fun, living my life. You know, um, I was still too prideful to ask for help. So um, they every so often they will ask me if I was okay, and then I was straight, and I'll tell them that I was. I know men are. It's, Men are judged more about, you know, we don't open up. Well, you know, I'll admit it. That's it's just how it is. And we're, we're working on it, but we're infamous for um, worrying about being judged. Like it, we're not masculine enough, you know. But I think it, you're stronger when you can open up and say how you feel. And especially the military stigma is like, oh, you're, you're crazy. Why are you sad? You know, and we're all human. And yeah, people think we're all robots, but. No, no, not definitely. And I know um, did that did that derive from PTSD, or is that just something that you went through based upon something else? Um, I would say a little bit of both. Um, I would say PTSD. Um, right before I got married, I uh, I was still super prideful, and I didn't want no one to know my background or what I've been through or whatever. Um, and I told my ex-wife before we got married i was like look i'm kind of messed up man and um and, and this is another factor that plays into mental health i like hey i'm kind of messed up and um she, and she told me look i get it and i'm gonna be here for you and we can get through this together but then whenever things start unfolding and then you come to that special person and not just and it's not just your military friends but all relationships when it comes to like girlfriends or friends or people back home or parents, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and whenever she told me that we get through together, so I was like, you know what, maybe we can get through it together. And so whenever I, um, try to reach out it, uh, I get, I'm not talking bad. She is a great person, but we're, <laughs> we're just not compatible. compatible yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and whenever I try to reach out, it was like she just didn't know what to do or didn't know what to say or something. I don't know. We never really talked about it. But um, whenever you think you have somebody that's there, when it comes either friends or spouse or girlfriend, whatever, and they're not there, I know it's not their responsibility, but whenever you have relationships super strong, you want to rely on them, you know what I'm saying? And whenever they yeah. don't rely on and whenever you can't rely on them or they don't fulfill their promises as they will be there no matter what, then that's whenever that's whenever that darkness comes in and then you just start 
resenting them and and uh and everything just crumbles from there but yeah. but I, I agree i think as a human i disagree we we should be responsible for everyone else like we we should be i mean i know it doesn't happen i get it uh we should be responsible and help other people in need it's just it should be in our essence that this person needs help you know and i think in the world now everybody's in a haste to do something next they just overlook that that's why i take time out my day you know it's not about me but if somebody reaches out i'm like hey what's up what's going on because at times when i was younger i didn't have anybody i had myself i came back to myself so i know how it feels not to have anybody especially something with that of that caliber so yeah. I'm, I'm glad you were able to reach out to people and connect with them yeah but at the same token like let's say let's say you've been deployed right and your wife or girlfriend or parents never been deployed they're not going to understand what you've been through like oh no you, they're going to whenever you tell them they're like oh that's that's like a movie so they're not really gonna oh, understand damn. what you honestly been through so you need to talk to people or seek help like um on seventh group we have a amazing behavioral health um system um my therapist has been he was amazing like he helped me out so much and he gave me the tools that i needed so you need to reach out to those tools that will that is able to understand with you because like she never she don't know what a 240 gunner is or she doesn't know uh, what an ID is, so she's not really going to resonate with you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. So, and for those who didn't know, uh, PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. It's an anxiety disorder. And uh, actually, uh, anxiety is, of course, one of them. And uh, drinking, detachment, loss of appetite, lack of sleep, or oversleeping is some of the symptoms. And, of course, other things. And that can derive from anything that, I guess, traumatizes you at all. It could be a car accident. But I know as the military podcast, it's usually a deployment or something in that nature. So for your PTSD or, you know, the situations you were in, has it been challenging overcoming it daily, monthly, yearly? Like from the steps you took from where you were, how do you feel about right now? Oh, the yeah. So right now I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Cause I have a, I have a great support system. Um, um shout out to my homie lane that lane oh lane yo she has been i only known her for about what three four months now but she has been my sister she like if i ever need anything but like, hey homie you straight and she'll text or call me and be like hey what's going on you want to talk and we'll talk for a few minutes we'll talk for 30 minutes whatever um but uh lt2 um she both of them have been my rock uh so um every day is a war you know what i'm saying oh, you have to find that motivation to get out of bed and you have to find that motivation to take that another step you know what i'm saying and uh right now i do it for my guys like i have the best shop that i've ever worked with in my military career my privates my NCO, they have, they are the reason that I love coming to work. Overall, um, every day I have a picture next to my bed of my son, and he gives me the reason to live. Like he is everything to me, and uh, I miss that little man to death. But uh, shout yeah. out the little man. Shout out to my boy Deuce. So that, that's good, and I, I know some of your shop, and shout out to the the Essex shop. 
Uh, Lane, we appreciate you being uh, who you are and uh, always working out. Thank you. So that, that's good. And, and I think a lot of people, again, from the military aspect, and I keep hearing mental health a lot, and we're, we're always preaching that, but it keeps happening. So you can't harp on mental health enough. And I think over the past couple of years, as social media has grown, people have been more receptive and open to talking about how they feel because it's more common. So mm -hmm. social media ain't all that bad, actually. I definitely want to speak on that because you said that we speak about mental health, but this unit is not the case. Um, this unit is really good about um, the leadership going to get uh, mental health. But past units, we talk about family, we talk about mental health and taking care of yourself. Oh, definitely. But as soon as you go and say, hey, I need help, you're black, you're a black sheep now. Like you, you. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And they don't want to. I feel like a lot of leaders nowadays don't want to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I don't like that because every like soldiers, they go through stuff just like you go through stuff. And um, where you want us to perform at 100% every day, but you're not considering personal life or family. Yeah. Like people have bad days sometimes. Yeah, I know the mission is always to focus. Like uh, you always place the mission first, soldiers create and stuff like that. And yeah, people negate the fact that, you know, I'm still a human. I still have go through things. I still have bills. I still, you know, and I, again, they overlooked that. And that's one of the things I had to understand as I became an NCO myself, like it can't be go, 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 go. So I developed into this more well-aware NCO, especially like, again, as a drill, damn kids, it's a 63 of them or whatever. I had to, I had to learn like, okay, this kid wasn't raised this way. This kid feels this way. So it it immersed me in a new world and I, I learned so much. And now I can utilize that in my everyday life, to be honest, with anyone. And that's why I'm super blessed that you're here. Cause I like whenever you took over, like you had this robust presence about you and everybody oh, gravitated towards you. And um everybody, please follow this guy, blow this guy up. He oh. is a phenomenal guy inside and outside of work. He is phenomenal. I appreciate that, man. And uh, again, I appreciate you even being on here, being able to open up and speak upon this. Because, you know, my I'm not trying to get famous off this, but everyone has a story to tell. And everyone has a passion. And I'm hoping somebody, at least one person who listens to my podcast, can hopefully change their perspective or it'll just be a paradigm shift or something of that mm -hmm. nature. So I'm hoping that that's, that will touch one person. So mental health, do you, do you feel like the army is actually going in the right direction about it or trying to go in the right direction? You know, honestly, I'm going to say yes, because, um, it's hot, I've, it's hot hell in here. <laughs> so I've been out the regular army for a while now, but, um, from what I've seen in this unit, I have phenomenal leaders who tell me all the time, go get help. Are you okay? And then like, sometimes I'll tell them a little something and they'll be like, Hey, do you, do you need me making an appointment? I can get you right now. And then um, we have so many resources we can go to. Uh, we got uh, P3, we got the M flag, uh, we got the chaplain. And most of the time you can just go to your battle buddy to your left and right. And that's what I do. Yeah. Um, I got you, I got Lane, I got Shadira. That's my dog, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got Julio, I got Jordan, um, my soldiers, they, uh, 
yeah, I, I we got a lot of resources we can go to. So I I do think that the military is going through the right way with mental health because nowadays we need it big time. And and from someone who experienced it, you know, you could tell a lot of people, but you can when you tell somebody something, you tell them like, "Hey, I've been through this," or I'm, or you know, I've known this, or something I've studied. Like people are more inclined to listen to you. Like, okay, he's not just saying or speaking out his ass. He's just talking from wisdom, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that people gravitate towards that. And the way you portray yourself as well, phenomenal. So you know, you're always open, always receptive to listen, sit down, and like, okay. What, what do you need me to do? Or I know something you can do. So that's good too. I've seen you in the back. You know, I've seen you in the cut. Yeah, you know I'm saying? I tried to do a little something, something. I'm trying to be a, a leader. But Julio, real quick, you need to step your beer pong game up. But um, oh, yeah, Julio's trash at beer yeah, pong, ping pong, sports in general. Yeah, him and what's this boy's name? My boy, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Kevin. Speaking of Kevin, Kevin has been. A role model. If you haven't sat down and talked to Kevin, talk to him on here. Talk to Kevin, one of the smartest people I have ever met in my life. You have to talk to Kevin. He be roasting me on the low though. He compliment me and then roast me like Julio. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, but it's all good. Y'all ain't here right now. But (laughs) but again, uh, I think for everyone listening, whether you're military or not, just have somebody you can confide into you know somebody you can open up to somebody you can go to no matter who it is just have at least one person i think nowadays everybody's like me myself and i which is cool you know do what you got to do but if you're in that state of mind where you're like i don't know about this i don't know about life i'm second guessing things just open up to somebody it's just just uh, not your dog though i know y'all like talking to your dog it's not not now mm-hmm. so you have you ever experienced tbi Traumatic in the, brain injury. In the uh, military, not like in a deployment side, but uh, there's been a couple times where like I jump, I'm airborne, I jump from planes and uh, when I hit the ground, I might black out for a second because yeah. I go straight from feet to head and I hit my head and I'm like, oh man. But um, most of my concussions have been football related whenever I was back, uh, played football back in the day. Has that affected you? Like your uh, normal life, like outside of work or in work? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, I know I talk slow and sometimes <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes I, uh, I have to think whenever I speak. But uh, other than that, no. Okay, okay. Um, so is there anything else you would like to enlighten uh, anybody, <laughs> enlighten them on? Exactly, on enlighten me. One thing is, so being in the military, right? We work all day and being around our uh, battle buddies, our peers, our colleagues for anywhere from 12 to 18 hours a day, depending on the situation, what's going on throughout the day-to-day tasks. But uh, whenever we take leave, you either spend a ton of money trying to get home or you on a flight or you oh, have yeah. to drive and then whenever you get home everybody was like well we don't really feel like driving come see us yeah I... yeah and i uh in the nine years that i been in i how can i say it one of my childhood friends came and seen me out of the nine years shout out to you big marv murph dirty you feel me murphy dirty 
but uh, he came up just to watch a football game. He just, I said, hey, I'm playing flag football on base. Um, he was like, yep, I will be there. And he came up and he watched me, he coached me, and I balled out, you know what I'm saying, because I'm an athlete. Hey, I see you out there. I, I do see you. Yeah, you so he ain't lying. He ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm doing it. And also, like, um, I know being in the military, uh, your main family is uh, the people in your shop and the people you associate with, because that's all we have really have, especially if you're overseas, because you can't go home um, on four day weekends or you can't you can't just always just be there with your family. My mom and dad have been my heroes, uh, especially these last few years that I've been going through my stuff. But my parents have been my heroes. So always tell your parents you you love them because one day you might wake up and they won't be there. You know what I'm saying? My brother's been, he's been the phenomenal big brother and I love that man to death. So what he's basically saying is y'all who have, who are not military, go see your military friends. Stop being cheap. You feel you me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, you drink your four locos and stuff like that. Go see your people. Because I'm the same thing that happened to me when I went back to Virginia and everything. I was like, yo, come through. Come through. My idiot self back in the day used to be like, all right. Now I'm like, nah, you good. Or I don't even tell people I'm back, honestly. I don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, shoot I, I i appreciate you honestly coming on here and speaking i know i did a, a men's mental health one and they opened up a lot and this you being able to talk about this is is phenomenal honestly i um i don't even know what to say to be honest yeah i appreciate it man. I, i'm glad you had me on here hey we're gonna have to do another one because oh, i'm gonna get this video set up tonight and whenever you're ready we can do another one we can do the little cigar one in the garage you know, can't smoke now and we could be good. <laughs> we could be good to go, brother. Absolutely, I appreciate that bit, Val. All right, now again, if y'all could subscribe to my podcast on uh, YouTube, Google, Spotify, Anchor, WordPress, like a couple other ones. Again, email me at enlightenmejoin at gmail.com. If you have any questions, you have any critiques, you think I should, you want to hear something or hop on, let me know. I got a couple more podcasts coming up this weekend, and uh, yeah, yeah, brother, that's it. Yep. You guys enjoy. All right now. That's Enlighten Me signing off. Y'all take care now.